Um, this is episode. This is the fourth episode of fifth the episode fifth of episode. January. I did this the last episode too. You did. So okay, this is the fifth episode of January and the fifth book, uh, best of twenty twenty two. And this, so this one we didn't realize there's five weeks in January when we so we just had to wing game. it. So we put three a books bunch each. of books in a random generator and it came up with this one. <laughs> so this was Lexi's choice. I feel like I feel like you you rigged it and I might have I I gave you the option. You might have you I might have because <laughs> I put mine first and they all kind of like collected together so it was like all yours were in a section all oh, mine were in a section Oh like on the pie thing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I so you should have alternated. I like yeah, I gave you the option. I was like should I alternate them and you're like no. No, I find it's fine, I guess. And I'm like, all right. Well, I didn't know what the difference was going to be. Well, I was like, I do barely you want even me watched to, the video. Do you want me to mix them up a bit? Because like, I, I asked you that when you I sent just you did the it. video. It's too late. I was like, fuck it's... it. We're just doing it. So the universe picked. Well, I thought you would enjoy this book, too. The so. universe picked Get a Job, Eve Brown by uh, Talia Hibbert. Hibbert? Talia. Yeah, Talia Hibbert. Um, so... This is the book we selected. This is the book we selected. It is the third book in the Brown Sister series. Yeah. Everyone talks about... No one talked about... This I've, book. I've never heard people talk about Get a Job, Eve Brown. Chloe's book Chloe's is talked book about a lot. Chloe's book was talked about a lot because it was like there was big hype around this series release. And then oh. people talked about Danny's book simply because of the tropes and everyone really enjoyed those tropes. it's fake dating. It's fake dating. Um, But one... Because Eve's book came out last year. Yeah, this is a pretty recent. And um, no one really talked about it when it came out. And I was like, I was. Yeah, this is March. I'm still shocked no one's talking about no, this book. No, this is. Well, I guess it's going to be March. In my opinion, this is the best book of the series. I think it's the best written book of the series. Mm. And it's my favorite book of the series. I haven't read the other two. And to be fair, too, the nice thing is, is that I didn't feel confused by reading only book three. Like this is like you could still read this as a standalone, and you wouldn't have a problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you wouldn't have a problem. In I my think opinion. the only thing you'd be missing is just like the context of how you peop- how her sisters viewed Eve, and yeah. how Eve which, was before they basically gave her an ultimatum at the beginning of this. Yeah, which like you don't really get much of because if you start on this book, like. It's just stuff that you don't, I don't know, you don't need it. Like, I was, I enjoyed them just fine without that stuff. Um, but yeah, this is Lexi's pick. This is, like, not a huge book, I don't think. No, it's like, let, you have the book right here. I mean, you have the interior had, of the book. Had I think you portions. should post a picture of this poor, this poor book. book. So Ayesha's dog literally pulled a... I, yeah, I've, so I got this book from the library because I didn't have a copy and I couldn't get it on Kindle and Unlimited. I owned it on my Kindle because they had a she had like a sale of the of the last couple throughout the year. So either way, yeah. I got it from the library. I didn't but think that it would be sacrificed. It was sacrificed. But it was. Your dog's little hussy fit. So or my dog ate it, and he literally ripped the entire like. There's no cover. There's like no there's cover. there's zero the, cover. You can't even open the book, the pages properly because the he's first chewed so much of the corner of it that the pages are now like stuck together. The, I mean, hooked together. To be fair, I mean, you could fix that by just pulling them apart. But like, to be fair, I did read the rest of the book via this damaged copy. So this is 375 pages. Yeah, that sounds about right. Not including the, the cover, cover. <laughs> <laughs> that it's now missing. The front page is also seen. The front page, the front has, two pages. It looks like the front page looks like you know, like he obviously put his paw on that page. Yeah. to rip the cover the front off of it. And title page are missing the top left corner. Yeah, so they're not attached to the book at all. And then once you get to the like dedication also by yeah and dedication the, the actor of e brown title page it is it's it's seen better days so i mean i owe i owe not, the library they're not, they're not gonna fucking they're not gonna take this back well no there's no cover on it You're like at paying all for that book so yeah i'm i the library i owe the library money now because this book is not going home to the library it's it's going to the funny thing us. is now i think about because we well i get quite a few books from the library you get quite a few books from the library 
is when we were kids, we, I don't know what, what we did, but we always were owing money to the library. I don't know if it was because, <laughs> I don't know if it was because we must like, not like, we weren't t- keeping track of books, but dates. the thing is, is like you get the book for like two weeks, three weeks. Is it? I always thought it was it's two a weeks. Long, it's a long period of time you get a book. And oh. also if you, cause we would just go to the library. So you could like, we just would go and my, our parent, like our, our parents just release us into the library. Yeah. And then we would just come back with stacks and yeah. just take them all but out. We're always owing money to the point that I don't think I was allowed to take any more books out until I paid off the, the money. And I was like, it's, I don't have any, I don't, I don't want to, I have money. So I Although, can't. And it, it wasn't a lot. It, it was like 10 bucks, but we not even, kid, it was really like $5 and you're like, oh my God, I have $5 in the library. Yeah. Because it's 10 cents for every day it's overdue. But the funny thing is I like ever since I got my library card for the Vancouver library, cause I live downtown with my apartment address i've never had an overdue book and i've never like owed money because like i didn't pick a book up that i put on hold i've like i've never had any library fees and i've had my library card for like two three years now i mean you're also an adult so i'm an adult and i can take care of my books better i have since i've so i haven't owed money to the library for a while i also lost my library card slash didn't know where I put it and had to get a new library card very recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, the library is a good cause to like owe money to at least because you know that the money is going into buying more books, like this one that I have now ruined and they won't be getting back. <laughs> Sorry, library. Um, anyway, uh, tropes enemies to lovers, yeah, enemies to lovers, workplace. Workplace, um, I didn't have that grumpy one done yet. Sunshine, yeah. Uh, forced proximity because she basically has to like live there. Yes. Um, and they like l- their rooms are adjacent. I also have a uh, mixed race couple because like that's actually like not that common. Yeah, that's like. I think this might be one of the first romances that I can think of. Like, I'm, I'm sure I've read a handful, but like, we All read what? Top. How many books have we like in, in a year? I read like 135 books. Yeah, a handful were mixed race. Yeah, so like that should say something about how uncommon this is. Uh, what else? Um, neuro neurodivergent hero and heroine and heroine. Um, small town. Uh, yeah, that's. I that's mean, they true. don't really call it a town. It's also like they never really go into town. Well, Eve doesn't go into town, and also there's there are the only two employees at this place. I think uh, it takes more than two people to run a business. I think or run a a bed and breakfast. I also got the sense that she was setting this series up to then move into the series about the Montrose. Yeah, I'm actually quite like quite excited so to read about them. It'll be Tessa. Alex and Eric. Yeah. That will get but the we, next book. You just called him Mont. Yeah. Um so that's I feel like that was set up in this book. Um I think that's it. Like I that's all I have. Yeah. I'm it's sure. actually pretty tropey. Like workplace romance, grumpy tropey. sunshine, I mean, forced I proximity. All the books in the series are quite tropey. Yeah, that's true. I have heard that. Um there's no trigger warning that I can think of. No. Um, Goodreads rating. This had like really high ratings. So this had this is a has this had four point one five, and this had almost seventy thousand ratings. That's a lot. She's well. It's, it was also like commercially. This had this was a lot. There was a lot of hype for this. This was like commercially published, so it's obviously in like every bookstore. It's also and f- it was marketed commercially probably it's also funny because get a life chloe round the first book which i've heard a ton of like a ton about has a 3.84 rating so it has a lower rating but then it's also got like a hundred and fifty thousand ratings so it's got like double well, the, the thing, amount of I, ratings i liked get a life chloe brown but i definitely think like from reading the first like i've read there's the a bonus stories. story the bonus story like all three of the sisters get a bonus chapter 
there is a 3.5 so it's supposed to be after this it looks like some sort of it says it's a wedding <gasps> whose wedding it's probably chloe's wedding no i think it's it says it's even even jacob's wedding <gasps> even jacob gets married oh my god they probably have where do we find this bonus story probably, probably on the on website, website yeah. see this is why this is why goodreads is the best because otherwise i would have known that someone added that in obviously so there's a 3.5 doing we will god's have to. work there <laughs> god's work <laughs> um but yeah this had a this had a lot of ratings, lot of ratings which i was really surprised about i didn't think it would have that many also i will say all these books have cartoon covers that so is true they are appealing to people who don't necessarily pick up romance a lot they're also that means that they're also appealing to like bookstores to purchase mm-hmm. and put in their store because then and they put them in the window and i have a bone to pick with cartoon covers because they can be really misleading like i think these ones these ones are cute though yeah they're cute but like did you think you were gonna get a dildo scene in this book no i mean i've read her other books so this I... is my first uh talia hibbert book so I was like, I knew that she, like, she has a big catalog and I do know that she writes like quite spicy scenes. I have heard that, but this cartoon cover was not indicative of a fucking dildo scene. But okay. Let's be it honest. Was a, it was a also nice surprise. a large dildo, like not like an average six it's to like eight a, it's inch. A, it's, it was 12 inch sparkly dildo. That it was vibrated. It was like described as a very large dildo. And that's like. I don't know. I just think that's super misleading because if you're someone who's like not necessarily into romance or is like, like I have a, I have a, someone I used to know who she actually read window shopping and she was like put off by the butt scene. And she was like, and her, her bone was like, well, it's got like a cute cover. Like I wasn't expecting there to be like explicit sex. And I was like, this is why cartoon covers like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a good cartoon cover. I, I have some cartoon covers. Like, I like the Emily Henry ones. Like the, the Allie Hazelwood ones are really nice. I think most things are getting cartoon covers. But I was not walking in for a dildo scene with this cartoon cover, and I feel like that's kind of misleading for the general I enjoy public. The dildo scene, though. So, hundred oh, percent. It was a great scene. But it was super misleading for a cartoon cover, in my opinion. But that's, I feel like I like that's that's a that's a publisher thing. I mean, maybe as like I am an old like I have been reading romance for years, like fifteen years, maybe maybe just under that, like twelve to twenty eight. So, cartoon covers, eh, I'm a little old school, I guess. But I just feel like. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I'm sure everyone's different opinions, but I just found that very misleading because it was a really I mean, cute cover, I and I was have, not anticipating. I don't have with cartoon covers. I understand that people who only pick up books and don't look them up based on the cover. Like I, I mean, I'm. I don't want to say I'm quite selective on what I read because I will read absolute trash books but okay. like i read scream for us guys come on it, that um, wasn't that bad it was a novella you gotta cut novella some slack they can only do so much uh, in 80 pages I, I will like obviously read the back of the book i also love reading like i do not read anything without reading a review some form of review on yeah it. i don't do that i just fucking give her and then i obviously look at the tags also i don't do that either i just no. give her that's why sometimes I'm, I'm like, oh, this book was about this. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't yeah. Know. You know how many questions every time I suggest a book, it is like 50. Like, I literally, just, she's like, she'll be like three pages in and she'll be like, is this dual POV? Who's the love interest in this? What's going on? Like, what, what do you think is going to go on? And I'm like, can you just read the book? I like literally, if you suggest a book, I go, I go into Goodreads and say, want to read and see if it's on Kindle Limited or see where I can get it. And I just read it. Like, I don't even bother reading what it's about. <laughs> Um, but I, I have a bone to pick with cartoon covers, not all cartoon covers, but I just think that personally they can be a little misleading. I don't have beef with cartoon covers, but I understand why people have beef with cartoon covers. I just feel like as someone who's read Rowan's my entire life, like it's not something that you should be ashamed of. So like, yeah, it's not something you should be ashamed of, but also it's like, 
I, I mean, like, some people don't like the like, look. It's of... just, it makes it, like, quote, unquote, digestible. No, and I, just I mean, feel like, like, the do thing I is, to... is, like, as, as someone who appreciates the art of cover making. Okay, do, fair. I, I'm not a huge fan of the ones with, like, photographs. I mean, on them, like, actual, like, human bodies. To be fair, like it not is... like cartoons, not like illustrated. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not a super huge fan because one, sometimes they are inaccurate. They're inaccurate. Yeah, and other times you're just like, to be it's fair, it's not, it's not, I, doesn't tell me anything about this book. I do understand that, like, when there is a cartoon cover, a that means that sometimes authors will get more say on the cover because they're like commissioning the art. So, whereas when it's like a like photograph like think of like an old school yeah historical sometimes those are just done for the authors and they get no say i guess but like but you know what though if i was an author i'd fucking want a clinch cover like give me those clinch or like put a fucking cartoon cover on the front and give me a clinch cover like in the the step back give me a step back bring back the step back this is a petition we're gonna petition to bring back the step back we're gonna start a kickstarter bring back the step back but they are there are like a lot of books that are starting to Man, add step back. If we do a book box, we should fucking, and all the books that we have made, we should do a, a fucking step back. a step back. That'd be sick. But like, because like the new releases of the, what do you have? It's like the, the, the one with the um, Cinderella retelling. Oh. Cinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the new the, releases um, have step back. They have so the one by, um, what, uh, Mar- marissa meyer i want to say yeah yeah so they do a step the, back those are the, nice step the backs new, too yeah those are fucking the sick releases, covers they like I, they have step backs so look for the step backs so like don't get me wrong i I, I don't hate cartoon someone, covers as, i just think that like they can who, like purchases books at used bookstores solely for the cover um i don't do that i collect i've i've been looking for the fucking original print of all the bridgerton books because i want the fucking step back um anyway yeah, that. that's just uh you have to wait till the netflix series dies out before you're gonna find those in these book stars you i'm in particular looking for the viscount who loved me but everyone's reading that because obviously the second season just came just out. came out but i have one and i'm gonna get i'm gonna get the rest i didn't want the one of like eight well i'm only <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna first look for the ones that i enjoyed the most which is i already own an offer from a gentleman I want the Viscount who loved me and then maybe romancing Mr. Bridgerton because I quite enjoyed. And then also to, uh, to Mr. Philip with love. Is that what it's called? Um, I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I'm not a historical person. So like I haven't read Long any of the Bridgertons, but anyway, um, anyway, anyway, back to this book. Um, sidetracked our cartoon cover conversation uh so this is a dual pov which i did like and i also i kind of liked that you didn't so i find that both authors do them chapter by chapter so you get like one chapter then the next chapter and like they switch back and forth that way i liked that they just kind of switched on the fly yeah it was like paragraph break like i never but i also quite enjoyed that this was like third person so yes you did kind of get a little bit of each character in each section but obviously the main perspective was from one of them yeah i also quite enjoy that like it wasn't like it didn't go eve jacob eve jacob yeah it, it like, kind of just switched so sometimes you'd get like like a full chapter of eve and then like, and then the next chapter would start jacob but then it would switch halfway yeah i did like that and i never felt lost like i mm-hmm. never was like wait what are we doing so i i actually really liked that i like that it just kind of switched back and forth as the story like as the story needed which mm-hmm. was really nice um so eve brown and jacob wayne the third brown sister yeah, so she's 26. And he's 30. 30. And then uh, he owns a bed and breakfast in like... In like this... a lake, in the Lake District. I don't... Oh, the other thing I didn't realize is I didn't realize this was British until yeah. I started reading it. And I was like, ah. 
Did you not? I didn't do fucking any research. I just okay. picked up the book. Well, one, you told me to read it. I read it. In like literally the second chapter when you meet, when Jacob and Eve meets, one of the first things out of his mouth is like oh, her posh accent. Like, what did you think? No, I, I realized once I started reading the book that it was but British. I, like, but before opening the cover, I did not realize this was, this was taking oh. place in, in in the UK. Like, I didn't, I obviously didn't do any research. Like, And I, I haven't read any other Tilly, um, Tally Hibbert, so I I didn't know All that right. she I don't know. Anyway, side note: so you have the B and B in like country. It's like a country village outside of London. Like, but think, it's like it's like the Lake District, so it's a lot of people go out there to like if you like to to holiday. Yeah. Basically. Um, I did like where the book started i think the first chapter i was like a little confused well i because i was like it definitely started like assuming like a lot of i think people or assuming a lot of people read the other two books at least danny's book i guess so which i did not so i was like a little confused in the first chapter but um like it picked up quick enough that like i wasn't that confused Within like, a- I think the only thing that would be confusing is just their dynamic and like where Eve is within the family or like what Eve does. Kind of, yeah. Because like throughout the other two books, you kind of know that like Eve doesn't really have a set career and like she kind of like every book she has a different, she's always trying to do a different thing. Right. And like, I mean, I, yeah, I did I didn't know that. But like, oh. I mean, that's partially just because like I haven't read the other books. So, I mean, I that was a little confused, but then like it jumps into the story really quick. Like, I hate books where you spend like three or four chapters in the beginning and you haven't met the other love interest yet. Like yeah. it's just one person whereas they like meet instantly pretty much. Yeah, like the first chapter you is only Eve and then the second chapter, you start off with Jacob, and I think it's, like, she doesn't come in until, like, halfway through that chapter. Yeah. But it's literally, like, second chapter they meet. I did. I do want to say, though, maybe people are more relaxed about this kind of thing in the UK, but if somebody hit me with their car, I don't think I would just be like, don't take me to the hospital. It's fine. She can stay here and work for me. I, like, I did find that a little far-fetched, personally. Oh, well, who cares? Because, well, like, they were going to hire her to begin with. I it, think it didn't sound like she, like, tapped him. She fucking hit him. She hit him. He fully, like, full body his head on the car behind her. Yeah, like, she fucking hit him, and he, like, bounced off her car into the another car and then dropped to the ground. Like, it didn't sound, like, like minor. It sounded pretty intense. Yeah. I mean, they kind of needed her there. That was the th- I think that was the thing. I think if obviously they didn't need her to be there and worked for them and weren't going to offer her a job and it was just some random. I mean, lady. she was still just some random. Okay. She technically was still some random, but I think like obviously you like put in a report to well, like to the police being I don't like, think they even did that. No, they, they didn't, didn't do did that. nothing. They didn't even put in an insurance. Well, her car was not. It was just like a dent in the back where his body is. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. Because then she was like, please don't be a dog. Please don't be a dog. And I was like, it's a person. <laughs> what? Yeah, but and that was the only thing. And because at first I read that. I thought that was so funny. And he I was like, think it was you. That funny. I thought it was so funny that she was, he was like, you would rather hit a person than hit a dog? And he's like, she's like, yeah, but animals are all nice and innocent. And people are like a mix. It's like a mixed bag with people. Because <laughs> like I, so it took me like a, like the first quarter before I could even, like I, before I really got into the book. Like I didn't get into the book until the pond scene. When she fell in the pond. I and- got into the book when they started bantering in that, in, in their like, well, obviously I like, was going to pick this book up because I was reading the series but when they started bantering in that interview the banter was really good but yeah it took me a little while to like get into the book because like yeah like she had to with her her car and then 
she just like, okay, I guess I'll just like stay here because I feel bad. No, well, Mont, like, uh, Mont is like, can you just like watch watch the desk as I take him to the hospital? And she's like, I mean, like, I guess, yes, because like, obviously, it's one, my fault. It's her fault, and it's the least she could do at this point. Yeah, I was just like a little confused by that. We also skipped reading the back of the book. Do we want to backtrack and backtrack. do it? Okay, let me just pull this up here. I would read the physical copy, but it doesn't have a cover anymore. So, dog has eaten. Oh, this is a long back of the book. Okay. Eve Brown is a certified hot mess. No matter how hard she strives to do the right, to do right, her life go always goes horribly wrong. So she's trying to give up. But when her personal brand of chaos ruins an expensive wedding, someone who had to liberate someone had to liberate those poor doves. Her parents draw the line. It's time for Eve to grow up and prove herself, even though she's not entirely sure how. Jacob Wayne is in control, always. The bed and breakfast owner, owner's on a mission to dominate the hosp- hospitality industry, and he expects nothing less than perfection. So when a purple-haired tornado of a woman turns up out of the blue for an, to, to interview for his open chef position, he tells her the b- brutal truth. Not a chance in hell. Then she hits him with her car. Supposedly by accident. Yeah, right. Now his arm is broken, his B&B is understaffed, and the dangerously unpredictable Eve is fluttering around trying to help. Before long, she's infiltrated his work, his kitchen, and his spare bedroom. Jacob hates everything about it, or rather, he should. Sunny, chaotic Eve is his natural-born nemesis. The longer these two spend in close quarters, the more their animosity turns into something else. Like Eve, the heat between them is impossible to ignore, and it's melting Jacob's frosty exterior. I mean, that's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. That is very long. So if I did pick this up in a bookstore, I don't know if I'd read the entire thing, to be completely honest with you. It is, that is really long. Um, I mean, it's accurate, but it's just really long. It doesn't give too much away, though, which I think is good. But yeah, she does hit it with her car. She does. And like when I, I wouldn't anticipate how bad she actually hit him by reading this. I would be like, okay, so like a little bum. No, she fucking smoked him. She smoked him. His glasses broke. He had a concussion and his wrist was broken. Like, yeah, she really got him. Um, I mean, so basically... They start off the book with Eve hitting. So Eve is known throughout the book if or throughout the series. If you followed that Eve doesn't really stick with jobs is she's always trying something different. Like she'll do something and then she'll kind of like give up and move on to the next thing or something like that. And it's a really big contrast between both other sisters danny and chloe because chloe has like her own graphic design company and danny is like getting her doctorate and teaches and so it's like a really stark contrast between the two uh but you do the one thing you do know from the other books is uh eve loves to cook like she makes like she does a lot of chloe's cooking and then she'll just like bake. She loves baking. So that's one thing you do learn. But basically at the beginning of the book is her parents um, basically give her an ultimatum and say like. Basically cutting her off and giving her an ultimatum. Yeah. Like you have to stick with a career because like you can't be mooching off your trust fund. And because she had she wanted to be a wedding planner and she did a wedding and she it caught, she, in her mind it went horribly so she decided that she doesn't want to do wedding planning anymore which is understandable like i don't think she enjoyed doing that wedding so her giving up being a wedding planner in my mind made sense <laughs> cuz like that the- bride sounded like a total brat bridezilla and in her opinion she didn't end that wedding very well so like her parents being like oh but you were so good at it is like yeah i mean yeah they basically like 
they obviously like don't really understand her don't understand her but also it's like she's 26 they also treat her like a child they do treat her like a child and that was one thing that eve really had to discover on her own i guess is like how she wants to be treated going forward because it's like they have no faith in her to like she not only find something she wants to do for the rest of her life but like keep doing something that is like considered a career right and so they basically like they cut her off they're like you we're cutting off your trust fund you have to move out and you have to get hold a job for a year or you're not going to get a trust fund back and and then they also call her i i think the ultimatum was like it's reasonable it's like okay you need to keep a job for a year which is like that's reasonable that's fine what i think the her parents went too far is calling her like a disappointment and like embarrassing yeah because it basically to them it looks bad on them that her their kid can't keep a job right or can't keep with something and that's where i think that's eve's biggest issue with it is and that's why she runs out and she kind of like she basically like runs away (laughs) yeah kind of i mean she basically just like gets in her car and starts to drive and then ends up at jacob's bnb yeah because she wants to stop for food interviews for this chef position on a whim Mm -hmm. hits him with her car ends up having to stay and then they kind of just like they were gonna offer the job her the job anyway because well, it was like reluctantly offer her the job because Jacob didn't like her but his Jacob friend did. didn't like her because she showed up obviously in what she can't left the house in so she's wearing like a t shirt that had a saying on like it like a t shirt and jeans like a graphic tee and some she jeans. was like wearing sparkly lip gloss she has purple braids in her hair and he was already like unprofessional oh he she doesn't have a cv printed out how dare she come to a job interview with that and he was already like super picky about who worked for his place like it you inter- get introduced with jacob of him picking apart this like this guy he's interviewing for a chef position and being like no uh, like not acceptable for him to work here we're not we're not picking him <laughs> yeah but then so then eve just like hangs around and they kind of just like well, first they're kind of like mont, enemies so he's doing interviews with his best friend mont who owns a bar down in town and mont basically is like you have to hire her we have no other options and you said no to everybody else and she seems like she wants to do a trial and i think that's that's like like that's all we're gonna get at this point so then they're going to offer the job. She hits him with the car. Mont is like, you need to stay while I take him to the hospital. And then Mont is like, you know what? Can you just help him out while he's like out of commission? And she's like, I guess I can help him out at, when, like for a little bit. Because while they're at the hospital, she gets a like job offer. Oh, for the party planning. For a party planning of some snobby rich friend. Because this her brother gave the party planner the clap (laughs) that was a weird that was a weird like that was a weird (laughs) yeah so she hangs around they're like obviously enemies to begin with because jacob doesn't want her there she like feels obligated to be there out of guilt and then they kind of just like start to like create a kind of a friendship because they communicate in ways that are very complimentary like jacob is really blunt and to the point, and she appreciates the bluntness. because yeah, everyone kind of dances around her. And then also Jacob understands the quirk she has. And I guess like, so. He I mean, sees like, them and he's like, like, he doesn't make any comments. He doesn't make them a big I deal. I did think it was really odd that, like, maybe, maybe I'm just like, never seen it like this but he like basically announces that he's autistic like he's on the spectrum and like that's just kind of the end (laughs) like nobody talks about it it's just like he announces it during the interview and then that that's it like nobody talks about it ever again and i was like not that i expected there to be a conversation but i just like didn't expect it to be like so casual nobody talks about it it's like because he brings it up when 
he notices she's doing little like yeah because he like quirks and traits that might be considered autistic might be considered that she's on the spectrum and but i mean like why should it be made a big deal i guess i guess so i guess it's always a big deal in the books that i've read or like it's something that like the main character hides because they're like they don't want like people to know or they're like are a little bit weird about it and this was just like so matter of fact and then like He's nobody like, talked about I'm, it that i just like i'm I, autistic moving on it was just yeah anyway. it was just different than what i was expecting i guess uh, because you could tell pretty quick that he was like on the spectrum like the way he was written and like i didn't get her on the spectrum until he i was mean brought when up they in the book. brought it up I-, I thought she had like traits of adhd that's what I was kind of thinking too, but like after when she did the research, it did she, make sense. It did make sense for her, and then her being like, you know what, like because not getting a, a she didn't want to go get an official diagnosis from like a doctor, which is fine. But her being like, okay, I, uh, like, I'm on the spectrum somehow, and that's. Like, just so I can understand how my brain works better and how I learn better. Wait, she did get a diagnosis. She didn't get it. Yeah, she didn't want one. No. Yeah. That I remember. She didn't want one. And I mean, like, yeah, it doesn't really seem to hinder her at all. And she eventually, like, no. tells Jacob that But also the thing is, it's like, even she if can. she wasn't on the spectrum, it's just, like, Eve learned different and Eve functioned differently. And I think, I mean, I love this book because I, I absolutely loved Eve. And... It's because, like, I think everyone can, like, relate to her in some way of, like, being compared. Because she was being compared to her sisters, who obviously are, like, academically driven and, like, job-wise driven because they found something that they wanted to do. And when she talks about schools, she didn't, like, she didn't learn and she didn't pick up in lectures. Like, she didn't, she couldn't learn from lectures. And I get that because I wasn't really good at school and I thought I was like a fucking idiot until I got into the workforce and I was like, I started picking up things really fast because I just didn't learn the way our education system was teaching us. I, I didn't relate really to Eve. I thought she was like really fucking all over the place and like kind of hard to follow at the beginning. I, I loved Eve. Because I was like, just like, she just was like a lot. Um, I wasn't a fan of Eve in the other books, but after reading her book like from her perspective i really fucking loved eve i did get her i like i got her problems and like i could relate to that and like just like having different style of learning but yeah i I just found her kind of a lot at the beginning so it took me a while to like get into this book because they like bantered quite a bit um and i just yeah like i don't know what it was but like i just didn't like instantly like fall into this book it took me quite a while to get into it i think after the first sex scene like the dildo one which was like a really great scene. I got like, I was like fully invested, but like until that moment, like I wasn't really quite that invested in this book. And like at the end, I was obviously invested because it was really cute. I also find that like the problem was a realistic problem and the conclusion was realistic. Of them being on the side of the road in traffic? No, like of them being like, okay wait a second like none of us neither of us spoke we were really feeling like we both like he didn't let me speak but I also didn't tell him how I actually felt and he just assumed that he knew how he felt like nobody was communicating in the way that they normally communicate also it didn't help her in any way that her family was kind of rude not only rude but like they overreacted like it was really that was a weird that was a like, weird thing yeah it was i would have been so much more angry at her at her family than she was because like i obviously didn't read the other book so i don't know if that was like on par with just like how like the family is because i haven't read the other books but it was pretty over dramatic and just like yeah like really rude like they were kind of rude to jacob and i felt bad yeah, they were really rude to Cause, jacob like, he was blunt but he was like never like but when they, anybody? Like, yeah when they showed up he was like do you guys want anything like he was like kind of like trying to be a host yeah trying to be a host and they were like sticking their nose up at him yeah that was a really weird scene because like basically she f- figures out that she's in love with him and like kind of like half confesses to her sister 
her sisters about it and then yeah. her sisters kind of like freak out because they think she's part of a sex cult yeah that was a weird one i haven't read the book so i don't know what our sisters were like danny's a little bit like melodramatic but um because they're, they're a little bit like obviously they're like ride or die but i i definitely like i was like they jumped to the sex cult like very fast and i thought that was really like also a very outlandish yeah idea. i was like that that was a little weird and also it was kind of like i didn't know they saw eve in like or had such i don't want to say such little opinion of eve but like eve's choices what i did like about eve is that she's a heroine that is very in tune with like her sexuality and like like what she likes that she doesn't like and just like isn't ashamed to be like yeah i masturbate yeah i use dildos yeah i'm like really horny all the time like that's a pretty rare thing like i feel like in general a lot of books are like oh like i didn't have an orgasm until his dick like the magic dick thing where they're like oh i didn't think i liked sex until yeah and this was just like someone who was like unapologetic about like her sexuality and like what she liked what she didn't like she was unapologetic about like what who no i want to say who she was because obviously she went through a huge personal growth yes understanding in this book but like she wore the quirky t-shirts and a shit ton of lip gloss and she had the lavender braids she's and she like was who really she was sneakers and stuff like that and it's like a stark contrast to like jacob who's like, like irons his jeans yeah because she takes <laughs> she has to take over that now that his wrist his dominant hand is broken so she's like you iron everything i had to take over the ironing so yeah so like i did i did really like that about eve like she was so unapologetically herself and like and then her show tunes yeah it just like she just like owned things that like as a character is just like unique in the sense of like a lot of heroines like that's not a super common trait in a heroine to also be very like in tune with her sexuality and like she mentions multiple times that she's like yeah i'm just like a generally horny person and like how she reads romances and how like they get her going oh, she reads, and like she reads like she reads fanfic she, yeah she reads archive your own captain america fanfic and I love it because Jacob makes a con- like in his head. Obviously, he's like she's always reading on her her phone in her free time, and she kind of like always keeps looking around that people are like reading over her shoulder because she was reading Captain America fanfic on her phone. <laughs> yeah, which is like, and I just thought that that was such a quirky trait. I really liked that because that's just like I don't know, just so like it was unique and it was just nice to see. I also liked the condom scene. That was super good. That was so funny. She like comes yeah. in. And that it, like the whole scene was her, really good. It's in between her boobs. Yeah. And she like pulls it out and she's like, and he's like, okay, we're doing it. Like that was just such a good scene. Cause she like comes in and just like basically seduces him. And he's like kind of for it. He's but like, like, wait a minute, where'd you get the condom? And she's like, oh, they're in the bathroom at, at the bar. Yeah. And he was like, dispenser. wait, Mont has a, condom dispenser in his bathrooms and she's like are we gonna argue about how i got this condom or are we gonna <laughs> use it yeah i that was a really good scene actually the the sex scenes in this were really good and they were like funny but like not too funny that they like you lost the moment like they were good yeah i've heard that about um this author though that she writes really good scenes so like i wasn't surprised by that I do wish there was like one or two more. Like I do yeah. wish they got together a little sooner before the like conflict hit so that you could see a little bit more of them as a couple. Cause it, they basically were like, are we a couple? Yeah. And then our parents show up. Yeah. So like, I did wish we got a little bit more of that, but then again, like most contemporaries are like this. Well, this happens in the span of like what? Like two three weeks? weeks? I think it's two, two because she's there for four weeks and it's two weeks before her parents show up and the whole thing blows up. And then the epilogue's like a year later. Yeah. At the next year's gingerbread festival. And that was cute where she's like, oh my God, are you going to propose? And he's like, uh, but if I was going to propose, what about this situation is not good. And she's like, well, I'm wearing a hairnet. And I have ice cream, and if you did it, I'd probably throw it at you and by accident, so you'd be covered in ice cream. And he's like, noted, okay. I thought that was super cute. It was cute because, like, they were just so themselves in the sense that, like, he wasn't at all, like, 
like I, upset that she like would have potentially ruined a surprise yeah, or was like I, I like how weirded out they about were it. both like because I think like a big thing in particular about like Eve but I think with both of them is how both of them just accepted each other's like quirks quirks and didn't make a big thing about it like one of the things in the other book is like Eve says wrong words all the time and her sisters always respond of like do you mean this word like she's dumb and Jacob was like this word yeah like he just he just translated it in his head as whatever she meant I know what you're talking about yes continue rather than breaking up the whole conversation to be like did you mean this yeah that's so true yeah I mean like I did really like this book it was really cute I don't know like going to like a rating I I don't know if I like I don't know if I'd give this like I definitely want to give this a three but I, d- I don't know if I'd give it a four because like it wasn't my I mean, favorite five star for me so I I mean like I'd give this I'd probably give this a 3.75 but then I'd round up to a four for Goodreads because it was good and I did like I did like the two of them I just like I don't know wish I just maybe I just because I didn't get into it right away like maybe if I had like I got into it right away. Like, I literally texted you when I started the reread for this. And you were like, I'm so glad I'm rereading this. I'm so glad I picked this one back up because it just, it feels, it's a feel good. It just hits a spot. This is like my. And it's just, it's fun. It's a fun read. See, and this is, that's how I felt about him. That you didn't, you didn't feel that. there's one, there's one scene in, or there's one line that's like, he realizes that he's in love with her and he's like well that's inconvenient (laughs) yeah that's true i just yeah i i get why this is so loud when i read that i was like (laughs) i was laughing out loud in this book come on aisha i just i don't know like it wasn't my favorite i i do feel like you described this book to me like the way that i described him to you which is like such a feel good you you finish the book and you're just like ah i just feel fucking happy you know, so I do get that. I just don't think this book was that for me. Like, I'd probably still round this up to a four, but I probably would give it like a 3.75 in real life. I do. I would say the steaminess is a three because there's two sex scenes, but they were fucking banging. Like, they were yeah. good. And they were like, super I, good. I, I, and I would unique. say they like, they're like multiple chapters. Yes. Like the dildo one. I've literally, I mean, don't worry, like I've read books where they've like had toys involved, but nothing like this scene. Like this was a fucking good scene. Like if you read this book specifically for that, like worth it for sure. Like that was a yeah. good scene. Also, Jacob, Jacob's a, a, a tits man. Uh, yes. He kept staring at her boobs. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. The sex scenes in this book were like fucking great. So I would I would give this even though there was only two I'd still give this a three because they were so good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your so your rating was a five obviously yeah, yes that makes sense. Um, would I recommend this? Yeah, I think I would. This is a book that I would recommend to someone who's like. I think anybody could get into this. I agree. Like, I think this is a good romance, which is I mean, like it's got the cartoon cover. Like, it's a book that's but just like obviously like. It, I wouldn't recommend this to your friend who was like, I know you can you window you can probably, shopping. Well, but I we won't name any names, so we can probably okay, guess which prob- friend this I, was. I probably know who exactly. Um, but yeah, I just like, I I I would recommend this personally to. There's there's nobody that I can think of yeah besides that one friend that I like wouldn't recommend this to because, it, yes, the sex scenes are on the like racier side. But the book overall, like, like isn't a, that racy. Yeah. Like, it's not a, like, it's not like there's tons of sex or, like, erotica. Like, this is a true romance. And it's a feel-good. It like, the characters are amazing. They're, like, well-developed. The banter and the, like, conversations are good. You spend a lot of time with the characters. There, there's not many things, that, like, there's not many people I wouldn't recommend this to. Like, I'd, I'd have to be very specific people who specifically don't like certain things. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, everyone would, would get this book. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I would recommend this too. I don't know if I reread this, though, personally. I'm so glad I reread this book. I think it's my favorite out of the three books. Because I think I gave Chloe's book a four. And I would say Danny's book is like a 3.5. 
but this one I definitely like now that because it, it's been on my Kindle and I'm like I've always meant to reread it but then now that I've reread it I'm like oh I'm gonna go back to this whenever Often. yeah whenever, whenever you need to feel good yeah good feel good see him is that for me like I go back to it whenever I need like a our palate cleanser like something that I know is gonna hit mm-hmm. I read him so I mean I'm glad we we both had one of our like feel good go tos in this list. And then we had um yeah, God, God of Wrath, Wolf Song, and Book Lovers, which are like different, all very different books. Mm-hmm. Um we did try to pick like this isn't like the the top books just to like I know we probably said this in our first episode for this like theme these aren't our like top five books these are books that we like both we both had a top five and then we looked at the top five and tried to diversify the books that we did yeah so that we didn't have like a whole bunch of contemporaries I yeah I think all of them would probably be contemporaries I don't think all of them but it would have been like pretty majority because this last year I was in a real contemporary mood and I read a lot of contemporaries this last year. Whereas like normally I'm a, I'm a pretty big paranormal, but this last year, I don't know. I just read a lot of contemporaries or the contemporaries just like hit and the paranormals just didn't hit as, as much. Um, any last words on this book? Uh, I highly recommend the series or just picking up any of her back catalog. I feel like we should read another Talia Hibbert. I feel like, I feel like yeah. we would, we should, if you have any suggestions, if you've read Italia Hibbert and you have a suggestion, send them our way because I feel like we should read another one of her catalog and I just don't know which book we should read because I listened to a pod where someone did um, like something, Mating the Huntress, which is a novella. Yeah. But um, yeah, if anybody has suggestions, like send them our way because I, I feel like we should do another Italia uh, Hibbert. We should. Um, I'm just... I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just looking through her Goodreads and I'm trying to find what her next release is. <laughs> anyway, rate, review, subscribe, please. It's really helpful when you guys do that. Um, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. Her, next review, her next, there's a Sky Brewer uh, series. Three yeah. books. Yeah, so it's the Montrose for sure. First okay. one, the first one's going to be published. Let's look. I bet you, I feel like it'll be Tess. I don't think it would be Tess, Alex, and Eric. This year, it's going to be published this year. 2023. It doesn't have a title yet, though. It's going to be her website, we'll say. Um, Anyway, rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. That's where we are. If you want to ever get a hold of us, that is the place. Um, We also have an email. You can always email us book suggestions. Um, otherwise, uh, next month is Fairy Tale Feb, so we're doing fairy tale retellings um, for the month of February. Uh, are we have very well? We've been debating what fairy tales what we want. A fairy tale. Yeah, that's actually s- super it's hard. It's quite to hard define. because you're like, oh well, dis- anything Disney a fairy tale? Like, what do we just- consider versus yeah. folk tale? Yeah, because that's anyway. Well, we will talk about that next month um, in Feb. So, for now, bye. Bye.